Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. Let's talk third base prospects up next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. Today is Saturday, November 19th. I am Frank Sample, joined by The Welsh. Make sure you follow him on Twitter at IsItTheWelsh. And we will start with the top prospects in redraft for the third base position. And we've got Gunnar Henderson, number one of the Orioles, Josh Young of the Rangers, Brett Beatty of the Mets, Spencer Steer, and Christian Encarnacion Strand. Both of those gentlemen are on the Cincinnati Reds. Let's start up top. Gunnar Henderson, arguably one of the top prospects in all of baseball. He did it in the minors last year, flashed a little bit at the major league level with the Orioles. He's going inside of the top 100. Do you agree with that price tag, Welsh? And what can you see him doing this season? Yeah, I, you know, I surprisingly do agree, even though I don't try to jump into rookies too, too much at really high cost. Uh, I was a very big buyer of Bobby Witt Jr. this uh, previous year. I was actually a little bit more pessimistic about um, Julio Rodriguez just simply because I didn't think he was going to break camp until they told us that he was breaking the roster. And that changed everything. But Bobby Witt, you had to pay about a top 75, even into top 50 at that time. And I think you're looking at something relatively similar, going to play a lot of third base projections early are pretty favorable 20 homers double digit stolen bases i think he could surprise with a little bit more on the power front and if they're going to hit him in the middle of the order you know i think he's being undersold as far as those uh run and rbi numbers go so Gunnar henderson like corbin carroll i really truly believe those guys are the front runners in each of their divisions and it's going to be really hard for anybody to overtake Gunnar henderson but you know josh young who is number two on this list could be one of those players if the K rate is dropped and the power numbers are extended, he could push Gunnar Henderson just a tiny bit. Speaking of Josh Young, he had a 38% strikeout rate in the 26 games he played with the Rangers. However, the strikeouts were never really that big of an issue in the minor leagues. So I wonder if you know those will come down a little bit as he gets a little bit more experience. Josh Young and Brett Beatty, the next two names on this list, who do you think makes more of an impact in 2023? I do believe Josh Young. And, you know, to further your point, something we talked about on the full podcast of Fantasy Baseball today is, you know, I think it's very telling that, yes, he had a 38% strike uh, strikeout rate, but he had missed almost a year, Josh Young did, and he only had around 200 plate appearances between AAA and uh, the majors that he did all of this. 
that even the early projection systems not only don't have him as a 30% strikeout player, but under 28%. And this is not something that he typically was. So he's running a little bit more. His body looks to be in better shape. He's a better contact hitter than Brett Beatty. Brett Beatty puts up bigger EV numbers, and I think he's a little bit more electric as far as some of the power goes. But I think he is a couple steps behind as far as uh, the maturation level, if you will, for the major leagues. I think Josh Young is going to break camp where I don't think Brett Beatty is. So I would take Josh Young. And also throw out here, because I know we got some other names, but um, something for a lot of people in fantasy are going to be dealing with, even though he won't be at this position. Jordan Walker, I want to acknowledge Jordan Walker on this list because if he were a third baseman, he would be number two on this list, bar none, right after Gunnar Henderson. The problem is, A, well, this is the positive problem. He is a third baseman as far as the amount of games he played last season. The issue is he will not play third base, and I'd be surprised if he plays any third base in the minors in 2023, if he even hits the minors, because he was playing in the outfield as far as the AFL goes. He'll do it again because there's this guy, Nolan Arenado, who's out there that's probably going to push him off. I don't know, Frank. I don't know about you. I think <laughs> Nolan Arenado might stay there, but we saw Jordan Walker even play in center field. So I think Jordan Walker has a potential to break camp with them. He does qualify at third base, but he will not be a 2023 third baseman, but he would easily be number two on this list. All right, let's wrap up with the two Reds here on this list. Spencer Steer got 28 games in with the Reds last season. He hit 211 with two home runs, solid plate discipline, walked 10% of the time. Big season in the minor leagues as well for Spencer Steer. Christian Encarnacion Strand. Looks like he might have more upside, at least just based on the minor league numbers. He hit 304 with 32 homers in the minors. Who do you think has more upside, Spencer Steer or CES? I think long-term, it could be Strand with those power numbers. For this year, for me, it's Spencer Steer. I have him above. Spencer Steer can play kind of all over the field. I love the power numbers. Can walk, can run a little bit, can do a little bit of everything. Has a very Jake Cronenworth vibe to me as far as what he can do in fantasy. Strand is more of a long shot. Uh, He did hit double A. He's a little bit older. He put up big power numbers. I believe he'll start at triple A. At the end of the day, we just don't know what the Reds are going to do. You know, they have got roster spots. They've got a glut of young talent that's going to be coming soon. So maybe they're going to want to early, even before a guy like Noelvi Marte, who's lower as far as uh, um, levels go, they might want to see what they have in Strand earlier than we're expecting. So that's why he could get run. But I would bet on Spencer Steer. You mentioned Jordan Walker. I'll quickly just bring up the name Miguel Vargas, who came up as a third base prospect. He's going to play some outfield, some third, maybe a little bit of first base to spell Freddie Freeman. If he were still a third base prospect, where would he rank on this list? If we go back to this, uh, Jordan Walker's number two, he would be number three. Miguel Vargas would be number three. If we don't consider uh, Walker, which would be fine, he would be number two. He'd be above Josh Young. I love the plate discipline skills. I love the overall game of Miguel Vargas almost more than anybody except Gunnar Henderson on this. But uh, he would be up very, very high on the list, and he would be in the tier with Walker, Gunnar Henderson, and Josh Young. All right, for more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again next week. Bye-bye. Hey, everyone. This is Jimmy Conrad, your favorite former U.S. Men's National Team player and the host of the Call It What You Want podcast. And I'm here to tell you that Viore is a versatile clothing brand that speaks my language. It's inspired from the coastal California lifestyle, just like me. Its products stand the test of time, 
just like me, and also just like me, it endeavors to inspire others to live vibrant, healthy lives. Fiore gear is designed to look great in everyday life while also being perfect for any workout activity. I'm currently rocking the men's Sunday performance jogger, and don't let the name deceive you. You can wear these babies any day of the week and in any situation. I'm talking going to the office, running errands, the gym, whatever your heart desires, because Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. So get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com sports. That's V-U-O-R-I dot sports. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Again, go to viore.com sports and discover the versatility of Viore clothing.